What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's showtime. Picture it. Can I do that? I'm Sailor Moon, the champion of justice. The power is yours. Thunder. Thunder. Welcome back, Radical Ones. This is Ryan Hunter, and we are back with more Christmas delights. Back again is David as co-host. Hi, everybody. We're in our second week of December, and what says Christmas more than 1988's Pee Wee Herman Christmas special? I don't know, but we're gonna find out. I'm sure there's countless other things that do say Christmas, but... I just keep thinking of him in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Oh, ow, oh, ow. <laughs> Besides the playhouse, really, wasn't his other role really just that vampire in Buffy? His other role was touching himself at an adult theater. <laughs> <laughs> that was his other role. When Ryan thinks of 1988... He thinks of Pee-wee Herman. And we're not talking the Pee-wee Big Adventure movie. We're talking Christmas... Well, what was that actually called? What was that actually called? This is called Pee-wee's Playhouse Christmas Special. (laughs) Appropriately named. Pee-wee Playhouse Christmas Special. So it is a Christmas television special based on the American Saturday morning children's program, Pee-wee's Playhouse. The special is a variety show that features a number of celebrities, as well as several musical numbers, educational segments, and segments commonly found in the show. Also... Also, some very... 
Wait, what's that sound? Is that Conky 2000? Conky 2000! I feel like something's coming through on the magic screen. What is it? It's a message from Rob! Oh my god, it's Rob from Brunch with the Hollowells! Hi Rob! Hi Rob! Hey guys! Hey boys and girls! Yes, it's me, Rob. I'm here with the secret word of the day. Today's word is Feruza. Thank you so much! So that's our secret word, everybody. If you hear that, wherever you are, scream real loud. Hey, Ryan. So in the remake of The Craft, the witches actually find a picture of Feruza Ball. Ah! <laughs> There you go. Scream real loud at Ryan because he doesn't know how to pronounce her That's name. exactly. Kiwi Herman was really pretty big deal in the 80s. Yes, he was. He had dolls. He had Big Top Peewee. He had Peewee's Big Adventure. He had a Christmas special. And Peewee's Playhouse ran five seasons. Until he touched himself inappropriately. Five seasons with 45 episodes and a Christmas special. So it is Christmas Eve of 1988. And Peewee is... is at the height of his career. He is putting together a Christmas list for Santa that is out of control. He's definitely yes. being greedy. And if you listen to it, this is one of multiple lists he's already sent. Isn't that crazy? So he's just super greedy. Reba the mail lady. So Reba comes in and she's delivering him a present, which turns out to be fruitcake, right? Yeah, so that's the running joke in the rest of this special that everyone and everyone is giving fruitcake out. Have you ever had fruitcake? No, I was going to ask you, have you actually had a traditional fruitcake? I have had bought two fruitcakes. <laughs> There's two fruitcakes right here. Yeah, exactly. How dare so, you? Listen, Veruca, knock it off. <laughs> so... I've had it, but it's very, it's very dense. It's extremely sweet. And there's a lot of like, I don't know what they would call it, like citrons and candied cherries and stuff. Like very like, you know what a maraschino cherry is? Like when yes. they, but it's like, it's almost like it's like hard and made into like a, a date. Does that sound right? It's candied, probably super duper processed dried fruits in it. Most over-processed fruits you could think so of. So I bought two fruitcakes and this is many, many, many years ago. I put them in a freezer because I figured I was never going to eat them. I, I I almost think that I was influenced by the whole peewee thing because I'm like, when someone <laughs> comes over, I don't like, I'm going to give them fruitcake. So I ended up being hungry, being poor. So I decided to open up the fruitcake and uh, I started eating pieces of cold fruitcake and it was actually extremely sweet. That's all I can say. It wasn't but was like it good? Fruit. I mean, this is I a running joke, but... It wouldn't be something that I would normally. I've never had one since then, and I wouldn't suggest it, but I'm not sure where the tradition is. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it. Unless you like super dense, overly sweet, overprocessed food. Like, I, that's how I described it. So it was like the spam of cake. I know, to me, that's what it was like. I don't want to offend anybody who has, like, maybe their grandmother makes a tradition of fruitcake, but I would imagine that. Well, these are more processed, made, right? Yes. If, if you're grandmother's making it, it probably will be better. So a little history about the fruitcake. The name fruitcake can be traced back as far as the Middle Ages. The recipe includes pomegranate seeds, pine nuts, and raisins that were mixed into barley mash. Honey, spices, and preserved fruits were added during the Middle Ages. Um, crusaders and hunters were reported to have carried this type of cake to sustain themselves over long periods of time far away from home. So they're just going 
goes with that, that it's going to last long. It's hearty. It's the granola of cakes, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's and not then, a cliff bar, I can tell you that. No, it's not a cliff bar. And then in America, fruitcake is traditionally with fruits and nuts. Most American mass-produced fruitcakes are alcohol-free, but traditional recipes are saturated with liquors and brandy and covered in powdered sugar, both of which prevent mold. So these things were meant to last for a while then. (laughs) And our last note is that December 27th is actually National Fruitcake Day. So it's after Christmas, so I'm assuming that everyone's gathering these fruitcakes that they had gotten on the 27th and maybe burning them. Oh, they're burning your picture because you can't say Feruza Balk. Ah! Feruza Balk. Breathe again. Feruza Balk. So we have a lot of guest stars in this Christmas special. Let me just run down these names. Annette Fudicello, Frankie Avalon, Grace Jones, Katie Lang, Dinah Shore, Little Richard, Cher, Magic Johnson, Jaja Gabor, or Princess Jaja as he refers to her in the intro, the Del Rubio triplets, Oprah Winfrey, Joan Rivers, and Charo. By the way, Charo looks the same when she was on Dancing with the Stars a couple of years ago as she did in this special. So you know how they used to say, Hollywood used to say Dick Clark before he died made a deal with the devil because he never aged? Charo hasn't changed. So either she has the most amazing plastic surgeon or she's an immortal. Well, I can... Death becomes her. Death becomes her. I can actually vouch for that because Guy and I randomly saw Charo for free when we went to a casino years ago and she was the free entertainment. This was probably like three years ago. So we got to see Charo for free. And not only that, she was amazing. The most energy still in the world, running around telling people to take selfies of her. And these were like literally 70, 80 year olds. We were the youngest people in this crowd. And she's like, take a selfie. Uh, She was all over the place. That is so funny because she's probably the same age as those people that are all. A hundred percent. And she's hysterical. She's hysterical. She does, people don't give her credit. She knows she's in on the joke. And um, I have to add, though, she was so proud of her guitar skills. She said she is a songwriter. She is a singer. But what she's most proud of is her guitar skills, she said. And then she played these instrumental songs. Charo is so talented. Charo is 69. She's 69. Moving better than I am. And she has better legs than a lot of a lot. She her, does. Like her, Tina Turner, they have legs for days. So after Pee Wee is making this gigantic, gigantic list to Santa, including things that he already has already, and Conky, one of his robots in the playhouse, does mention things like, Pee-wee, you have a yo-yo already. So he's getting extremely greedy this year. Missy Vaughn stops by, which is one of the recurring characters on Pee-wee's playhouse. How would you describe her? She was the most beautiful woman. In, in all of Puppet Land or whatever that's called. Yeah, in all of, yeah, I don't know what it's called. In Play Playhouse Land or Puppet Land or whatever it's called. So for our purposes, in the Christmas special, she comes in with her tacky-ass makeup, hair that's shaped into a Christmas tree, and she kisses Pee-wee, and she tells him that she has a mistletoe on. She kisses him again, and then she says, basically starts this whole conversation about all the different people 
in the players that she's gonna kiss and like all the puppets every the fish want to kiss come here and give me a wet kiss <laughs> yes and even cherry which is Pee-wee's cherry chair. and then she says don't worry there's enough of her to go around so and then and floor the floor talks too the floor comes up says he wants, to, he wants her to stand over him <laughs> Under her dress. And um, she's so excited. She's like, coming. <laughs> she has enough to go around. She's not a whore. She's not a whore. She's just generous. Okay? This is what, back in the day, we used to say they were just generous. This girl's generous. And she is, she's like one of those, she's, an, uh, and I don't mean this in any disrespect. She's an older woman, right? I mean, she's an older woman. She dresses very youthful. I just think it's funny that there's so much, like, innuendo about that. But obviously, as a child, you wouldn't know about that. And it's all innocent. She's going to just kiss people under the mistletoe. But that's right, right. And she's kissing them on the cheek. But when the floor says, I want you to stand over him, she's wearing a very, you know, open dress. That's a little bit funny. But anyway, I mean, it's even pushing it at that time, even in the 80s. I mean, yeah, it goes over the, a kid's head, of course. We didn't notice this at the time. But well, you know, it's really funny. And this is something that just an ongoing theme for every generation. It's like the generation before, like when you're someone who's looking at something from the 80s and you're late into the 90s, early 2000s, you're like, oh my God, that was ridiculous that was blatantly, you know, sexual or that was really offensive. That's just something that as things age, you just see that they've aged. You see that things that once acceptable or things that have gone over your head or not. When Miss Yvonne does show up with her beautiful Christmas dress and fruitcake for Pee-wee, he also gets a fruitcake from Miss Yvonne. He realizes he hasn't decorated for Christmas yet. And this is where Jambi the genie comes into play, another recurring character on Pee-wee Herman. Which again is questionable where the nonsensical, what we thought were kids was nonsensical words. So he says, Mecca leka hi, Mecca hiney ho, as as you know Mecca I don't know how it's spelled in the context of what he's saying I'm like I'm not right. sitting watching a script but Mecca is sort of, uh, the holy the holy land I write the holy you yeah. know the holy land uh, of it's Mecca yeah of Muslims and so that to me is is offensive but as a child I didn't know Mecca from and is Heine Hole supposed to sound like Heine Hole knowing I don't know Hogan? but Iwi nonetheless asked Jambi for a wish to decorate the playhouse he says because Christmas basically can he have two wishes and Jambi says okay but I think Jambi's actually a head, right? I mean, to yeah, describe Jambi, like a, it, he looks like he has like a, like a turban on, like a decorated turban. He's in a box, like a decorated like jewel, like bedazzled, like with the bedazzler encrusted <laughs> box that opens up, and um, he's like a very silvery blue green color, like his face, the makeup that yes. they put on him. So what I was saying for the second wish is he should have asked Jambi to expunge his criminal record. <laughs> Well, he didn't have it at this point, right? So this is... John B. should have foreseen things. And so, one of the things but. he says is Mecca, Mecca, hi, Mecca, ho, ho, ho is one of his magic words this week. The ho, ho, ho kind of day. Did we didn't talk about Grace Jones being delivered. So, no. Okay. Honestly, I feel like I just made us do this whole Christmas special just for this very moment. <laughs> you see how greedy I'm being, people? I want to just talk about Grace Jones being delivered to Pee-wee's Playhouse that I'm forcing us all to listen to Pee-wee's Christmas special. 
official. No, I'm just joking. No, but this is really the highlight for me. So the male lady, when she did come earlier, she delivered a box to Pee Wee. As a matter of fact, I love that all of her male assistants are like these male ladies. They bring this gigantic box in. My poor friend Kathy is a male carrier. I'm sure she has to carry boxes. She's told me that they make them carry the most heaviest things from Amazon. Yes. So now you know they're delivering people in these boxes because when Pee Wee opens the box, he's not getting a gift. He's getting Grace Jones. Dressed in a, what could only be described as a contoured, hard contoured pleather bustier top. A black kind of point dress and the hat is, looks like a very contoured, it's, you know, goes Simon with the dress. Middle. No, and honestly, God only knows, that could have been a Mugler or something. You know, It probably knows? was with Grace Jones. No, it probably was something really expensive, outlandish, and like tore right up the rugs out. And um, again, just to show you how much current pop stars such as Lady Gaga has taken from Grace Jones and her amazingness. Honestly, I would love to do a Grace Jones show in the future that's just a Grace Jones retrospect. But let's just say for this, in the year 2021, there's going to be a Grace Jones retrospect episode where Grace Jones is just... Everything. Everything. Pull up through the bumper, baby. But in, in the Christmas special... Not to overshadow everything else that's going on. She believes she's being delivered to the White House because she opens the door and she goes, you're not the president. You're Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> now the male lady says, this was supposed to go to the White House, not the Playhouse. So basically, just because the package had, the packing slip was folded over a little, they saw house and they assumed it was the Playhouse and not the White House. Did they give her breathing holes even? in that box she was literally in a crate so she comes out and she sings the drummer boy she says now that she's there she might as well can i sing a song very powerful, strong, over-the-top, or grr. And she was just very sweet. And it, it brought her down so that the children could listen to her. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't... But like, that's the... And she does the... Like, perfect. oh, it's Pee Wee Herman. Like, she was very... Nice. And I thought that she's not nice. I'm just saying, like, the persona is this very animalistic. Ex well, yes. And she does a rendition of the drummer boy that fits Grace Jones to I the think she said, I think she said it perfect. really, really good. Really, That really was the good. perfect song for her to sing. I think it was totally on par with Bowie, David Bowie. David Bowie. It was Perry. I, I think Perry I just Cuomo. want to make sure. Let me just go. Uh, it wasn't Perry Cuomo and David Bowie. Yes. 
So, totally online with David Bowie and Perry. As the special continues, Pee Wee gets more visits and more fruitcakes. I think it's time to bring up Frankie Avalon and Annette Fruticello basically being enslaved by Pee Wee Herman to make Christmas cards. That's exactly, I have my little notes, my little, <laughs> my little notes that I have in my little book. I have Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello are these cards. <laughs> <laughs> so they're making cards with potatoes and toothbrushes and screens. Stamping things, like stamping things, right? Yeah, so so Frankie is supposedly cut out a candy cane shape out of a potato and is like stamping the potato in red paint and making like candy cane shaped cards and Annette is, has this cut out Christmas tree and she has like a screen, which is, you know, everyone just has a screen lying around their house to paint over. Dips a toothbrush in this green paint and goes over the screen on the paper. It makes a tree shape eventually. And he tells them that they cannot do anything until they make 500 Christmas cards for him. And he, they said they were hungry at some point. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. He literally throws bread and water at them. And tells and them to get back to work. And that he needs 500 envelopes as well to go with those cards. Funny as hell. I'm just gonna read off if you don't mind some of my notes. Magic Johnson and Magic Screen are related. They're cousins. <laughs> this Um, Yes, Magic Johnson makes a brief appearance. Well, we also get, at this point, Countess the cow. Mm -hmm. She visits. She's a local neighbor of Pee-wee. She she comes through like a a farm door that he has in his kitchen. Like one of these farm half doors. She's a cow and Pee-wee gives her a new bell for Christmas and she gives him fruitcake. And she introduces Princess Zsa Zsa. Zsa Gabor. So are we to assume that these are all Pee-wee's, Paul Rubin's real friends in real life probably? I would imagine Pee-wee's playhouse and these particular like guests remind me of like Studio, 50, Studio 54 like everybody just part of because these are such people from all different walks of life random but if you notice a lot of the people in the show were in different categories either they were older stars that have been around yes. like your dinosaurs and their Cher yeah, comes yeah, in at yeah. one time and Ned Funicello or they were these caricature people that come in every Jaja Gabor I don't remember her in anything. I know Ava Gabor was in, her sister was in Green Acres, but I don't remember Zsa actually, and she may have been in a movie or two. I don't recall it, but what I do know is that she always showed up on Little Things Everywhere. Any kind of like, in the 80s, I remember her, I think she might have been on Love, The Love Boat or something, but she was always she's like- She's her own bit. character, Yeah, she's, she's like just doing Zsa It's like Paris Hilton going someplace. She's just That's Paris. right. She's her herself, basically. Yes, exactly. You know. So yeah, he has a bunch of different characters. Where do we want to go with this? I have so many notes, you have no idea. So well, you go, just well, let, well, let's go for it. Because my next thing is just saying, and also the, his Jewish neighbor, Mrs. Renee, gives a short lesson on Hanukkah and the dreidel. He's like, hello kids, it's the Hanukkah portion of the show. And and then she gives him a dreidel and the dreidel spins into the dinosaurs. Like they look like, they're, they're like their version of his mice. They're little dinosaurs that live in the wall and they're Jewish. They're putting up their Hanukkah stuff. They're that was a cute, that was a nice cute. touch. Yeah, yeah, for other people who are just, you know, don't get to see
see their religion, their beliefs represent on a Christmas special. I think that was a nice yeah. touch. So I have Pee Wee goes outside and he makes a comment about yellow snow, which is funny. And then he talks about trying to fake out people in the snow. So he uses his footprints in the snow and then jumps into a bush. And then Cowboy Curtis, a.k.a. Lawrence Fishburne, which comes is to his, look for him. This is amazing. That ain't the Matrix. It ain't the Matrix, but... Cowboy Curtis's outfit, his hair. Yeah, over Everything the top. about him. You would not relate the two. And then the Del, <laughs> the Del Rubio? Del Rubio? The Del Rubio triplets, who I remember showing up on random, like, Sesame Street and things like that at the time. They who perform. are these women? They're just three triplets that sing in yeah. leotards. Yeah, but I don't know. But God bless them. Literally, they there. right? They're like in they're in like dancing leotards in the snow. Red red leotards. Yes, and they're Christmas. like it's Christmas. It's Christmas. I don't know, but they They, they got great their, legs they, too. Yeah, These women great have great legs. legs. God bless them. So they did their song and then and I might be out of sequence, but then comes across little Richard at a skating. Little club. Richard trying to ski. So. This has been a running joke for David and I for years. I remember we were tickled pink watching this seen years years ago with little richard trying to ski he keeps falling and, and he does additional ooh, and falls and oh my god little you know what I mean? style right he does this whole thing is in little richard fashion he's like i'm gonna try to get up and he's like you know peewee you know me peewee i fall and i keep trying <laughs> hey it's little richard on ice <laughs> hi little richard how's it going hi peewee <laughs> Great gosh almighty! Little Richard, are you all right? Oh, you know me, Pee-wee. Always fall out. But I'll get right back up and try again. If at first you don't succeed, you know what they say. You're trying, you're trying, you're trying. <laughs> Except I skating. I give up, I quit. And then Pee-wee says, I don't know, it's so easy to skate. And so then Pee-wee shows off and skates, but then he has a body double that's doing it. And the guy's like, yeah. is, is, that okay, is that okay, Mr. Herman, or something? And he's like, yes, that's fine. But Pee-wee has such flamboyant men, like, on his show. Like, he just has random attractive men just randomly show up. And their names are, like, Sven and Ricardo. And, like, you know, like, it's so funny. Well, so we'll jump around, you know. He, at some point, once everyone's together, at the end he reveals that he's using the fruitcake to create another room in his playhouse and the men that are doing the construction are shirtless buff guys doing like with tattoos and stuff and, and they're building the, the, the addition onto his playhouse with the fruitcakes as bricks so again I'm sure Miss Yvonne is going to be very I'm sure she probably kissed them no that's so funny with Little Richard now you try Pee Wee oh that's my favorite yes then you try Little Richard so literally throughout this we get sprinkles of other people so there's a segment where Whoopi Goldberg calls Pee-wee because she wants to be able to be on one of his Christmas specials. He snubs her. He's like, maybe I can get you in in two years. And she's like, well, okay. And he's like, well, maybe. She's like, I'll see you in two years. He's like, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people want to be on this thing, so um, not it's promising like, anything. I don't know what he had against poor Whoopi, but anyway. Joan Rivers also is another cameo. Oprah Winfrey, another cameo, just a random cameo. I felt like Oprah's part of it was like very forced, and she didn't even seem like was totally into it. It's just like they were actually on her show, like instead of her show, show, right? Instead of her show, and they just did a quick cameo recording. They like um, record this. It didn't seem. I mean, it was nice to see her face, but it wasn't like any special. Cher actually. 
actually came to the playhouse. Cher, yes, literally breaks into the playhouse because he just walks into the room and she's with Conky 2000 the robot. She just stopped by to hear the secret word of the day. So she just dropped by for that and that's all she went. Roosevelt! But she's dressed in like true Cher style. Oh yeah, totally. There's many music numbers, as we mentioned. There's Grace Jones. But can we just bring up Katie Lang? <laughs> Sings Jingle Bell Rock basically as the Joker or someone from an insane asylum. I have Katie Lang in full denim one piece dress. <laughs> This is right, right back in the day, David always used to, like, this was when she used to wear these, like, denim. Over-exaggerated, very, what you would envision a very country, like, hokey-pokey sort of country over the, maybe this dress, if it was worn, it was a little bit shorter and worn on, like, let's say Dolly Parton in a more sexy manner, and, you know, it's kind of along that shtick. It's, like, full-length denim, look like a one-piece dress with a belt that had, like, silver snowflakes on it, down to the ankles you know what i'm saying it wasn't yes, like it like wasn't a cute. prairie dress like yeah. she's living on the prairie so but... i mean katie lang has an amazing voice as always has but she was all over the place she was like la- she sang this as a man <laughs> woman yeah, yeah she she's like, like screaming laughing. and yelling and, laughing, uh, singing this song like as Jingle Bell, like she's like going crazy as she's singing Jingle Bell Rocks. I don't know if this was her way of like protesting her her appearance. <laughs> it's so like I think she thought she was in the play. She had to act like Pee Wee Herman. Uh, <laughs> It's again, she has an amazing voice, like David said, but it is such a crazy over-the-top performance. Added with this this prairie dress that she's wearing. This really affected you. This really affected you. You're really going in deep with this. I could, you know what? I was watch I literally watched this performance twice just because I could not get over the sheer madness in her voice. 
Jingle bell, jingle. Like she was going crazy. Bell time. Yeah. Yeah. Bell time. Yeah. She's and then like, they interact with the puppets. Like Pee Wee has like these beatnik, like. Chicky baby, dirty chick- dog. Yes, they're like this band slash like poetry slam people. And she interacts with them at the end. She probably Kinda does like drugs. <laughs> I'm sure drugs were involved in this performance. What's the puppet in The Muppets that looks like like a... a, Janice? Janice, the Suzanne Summers wannabe from Chrissy from Three's Company. Mm. She could be involved in that. Yes, and she always has her eyes closed. She's like, "Mm, yeah, mm." She's Ooh, always yeah. high. Not that it rains. I love Suzanne Simmons. It's just the haircut. I remember yes. Chrissy no, having those really perfect bangs yeah, that the market Chrissy does. Snow. Like that yellow. Yeah, on Three's Company. Totally. She's like Chrissy Snow mixed with Carly Simon. So then we also get classic Pee-wee sketches. Like David said, there was the dinosaur family. But then he does have fruit and various objects in his refrigerator that also have fruit cakes. There's also Penny cartoons, which were like a claymation girl with Penny as eyes but is it like do you think it's like it's just like a random child they recorded and they say I don't know but things? the kid like right, the kid has got penny eyes like literally her name is Penny she has eye penny eyes she she has braces right she has like that that almost like yeah. the, like is it like almost like an Elmira sort of like a yes. lispy sort of a and she constantly like right is that who yeah is that how she is she's got like a weird a weird voice they also do a story about the christ child there's a quick story of the christ child and the true meaning of christmas but it really just goes into them trying to go to the inn and like that's where we celebrate christmas it was like it wasn't anything like didn't really explain and then he was like the true meaning of christmas there was the spanish segment we talked about charo singing where they break a pinata and she sings feliz navidad yes and of course, in the 80s, who else was going to sing this but Charo? Now, he had the, who was the very well-built, attractive Latin man that had uh, the flowing hair? He was like, the, is he a coach Ricardo? or something? I think that's Ricardo. He helped Pee Wee hit the piñata. Taught him about beating the piñata. Ricardo, pinata. he is a soccer star with an apparent medical background. He replaced Tito after the first season, whoever Tito is. He's not one of the Jackson 5, evidently. (laughs) Oh my God. We also get the King of Cartoons, which we can't forget. I love him. Played by Blackula himself, William H. Marshall. The name is Blackula! William H. Marshall. Was there more than one King of Cartoons? Yes. I didn't even know this. It says there was a Gilbert Lewis was season one King of Cartoons. I didn't know that. I always picture. I remember that being two different King of Cartoons. But I wow. know that this one. Two he, through five. He was Blackula to me. And But here's the thing. We're talking about like we talked about like that funny like it being Studio 54 with all his friends. This man was a tr- classically trained actor he ended up playing blackula now we don't know the backstory about why he or how he played black or to what what end you know like black exploitation film were popular at some point but he had he a definitely gave that character though um the like old soul dignity yeah. yes and a, and a um a strong just an amazing actor i feel like but he had to have some freak factor too to be friends with Pee Wee Herm. it's just Pee Wee's eclectic group of people that he knows 
Yeah. So he does, he shows a, a quick cartoon. And a matter of fact, Annette Futicellos asked if she could start the cartoon today with the hand controller. Pee Wee had a TV, but King of Cartoons had the hand controller to put the TV on. Well, wasn't he, maybe this is where I'm thinking of, wasn't the first, the very first King of Cartoons, didn't he use a reel to reel? Carry a reel to reel? Didn't he do that? Oh. And he said, let the cartoons begin or something like that. So I, I do think, remember is that, that. Does that make sense? I'm thinking I remember the original was. So weird. is it supposed to be the same person? Or was it like this was the king of cartoons that took over? He's a more high tech king of cartoons because he brings the hand control. He's got a, he's got a wireless remote. Pee-wee predicted a lot of things. Can we say Zoom calls? He has a screen. He literally has a, I mean, it's, it's supposed to be like a, a joke telephone on a can, like the classic. It's a can connected to a piece of string can hear somebody. But when he does it... It literally video projects whoever the person he's talking to. It's like video to video. So it's like what David and I are doing now. We're watching each other in two different states, but we're recording. So Pee-wee was ahead of the game with that. <laughs> he also had Dinah Shore singing the like 30 Days of Christmas. And he, put, he, put a, he put a mannequin with a creepy... <laughs> that was what... That was a great a costume. Part costume that we talked about in our Halloween special, how the costumes used to come in a box and they'd have a plastic like tablecloth and then they'd have this horrible hard mask with a tiny, tiny hole and they would break and they would, sli- they would slice your that's face That's exactly up. the mask. Yes, that's exactly the, the mask. You put it on like a half body mannequin and Dinosaur, she's singing she's the 12. Singing, she's she singing the 12. No, it's not the 12 days of Christmas because at some point it's like 30 ladies dancing or 20 something. She keeps going and going and going and it's like an ongoing joke throughout the show. He, You just keep hearing her every so often singing. Even just going back over these things these are really funny plot elements that still tickle me i mean i'm i'm laughing over these things still at some point peewee is beginning to learn what the true message of christmas is although he's initially very selfish peewee decides to give up all his presents so the rest of the children on Earth and their families and friends can have a Merry Christmas. This is when Santa Claus shows up at the playhouse. Yes, everybody's gathered, so all the friends have come to the playhouse to celebrate, and Santa comes down, tells Pee-wee that he has everything he asked for, but that leaves nothing for anybody else, and that the only way that the other people and children of the world can get gifts is if he gives up all of it. So... Pee-wee does give up all his gifts, but as his thank you, Pee-wee gets to ride on Santa's sleigh and actually deliver those gifts. That's a great consolation prize. Yeah, and then there's a meaningful ending, which at least Pee-wee Herman's meaningful ending, he says something to the effect of, he asks for, like, peace on Earth, the best Christmas, and a happy new year for everybody. This 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 year so far has been a challenge for a lot of people, including myself, so... Definitely. I would love a little peace on earth. As a parent, you try to make it, you try to shield your children as much as possible from a lot of the bad things that go on in the world. But, you know, you can't, you know, the mask wearing and everything else is just another sign of things that are going on, not being able to do the things you normally do. So again, Christmas 2020 is very different from the years prior. Let's say when you were watching Pee Wee's Christmas. We playhouse. never pictured when years ago when we were standing over the floor in a skirt. When we're watching, watching Katie Lang in a full denim. Alpha oh denim. my god, Katie Lang for anyone who's Yodeling practically. She's a mad woman. Let me tell you, if you want to watch <laughs> two things from the Christmas special, Google 
YouTube. Pee-wee's Christmas special is available on YouTube, as many things are. It was on Netflix for a while, but it they still is. They, oh, it is still on it's Netflix? On Netflix. Yeah. My son actually watched it. Oh my god. What did he no, say? My six-year-old. He I think he enjoyed it because it's funny, you know, it's really funny, is that he is learning what he's you know, is he's as he's learning, he's in first grade. One of his sight words was the word gear. So gear. Year. So in the in the movie, year is the secret word that Cher discovers and everyone yes. yells year. So he got excited that that was one of the words that was on his sight word list. So he's Oh, see, so, that's cute. That's cute, so, though. you know, I, I will say I, he, all of my kids watched it and they all made very, because my kids are like the king and queens of like quirky faces and side eyes and stuff. Like you're like, they can totally, and like, my even my two year old will be like, look at you know, he can look at somebody like, what is the little thing? When what when Katie Lang, Lang when Katie Lang came on, they were like looking like this this bee is crazy. When Ray <laughs> Jones came on, they were like kind of like, what? I don't know. That's a little different. Like okay. What well, we they got watching? the cues. So they they are, David's children are summing up basically what someone in the year 2020 might be saying if they're watching this for the first time. Like they were like, okay, like, what is this? I think they, you know what I think? And we talked about this and I don't, rem- I don't know if we talked about this on a previous podcast. Remember I told you about like, I was trying to share Peach Dragon. Did we just talk yes, about that? Yes, yes, yes. I feel like Pee-wee's a little different because there's not only cartoon but there's also puppets but there's also like you know all these different elements so it did it, it i'm not saying it didn't age but it's maybe a little bit aged a little bit differently because there is a little bit more right. interaction right right and those things like conky are physical like they're they're whatever you call it they're made to look like he's made of like a boom box and all these different things that's right, a physical right. and cherry is an actual chair that moves so and, yeah. I, I think it i think it aged a little bit better maybe than let's say a cartoon oh my god we've been watching and it is flashier yeah flashier we were watching show. you know when you were a kid and you were watching like the disney channel was the big thing and they had like old pluto cartoons they'd be like hey pluto and then you know you see pluto's face as he was a star of the or did yes you know, and sort of like yes like yeah appearing. those are like so old they were yeah. even old though for us. They were and old then, and now they're like degraded completely. Okay, so next week we are continuing with Christmas, and it's a little He-Man and Shira-ish. I have my piece on Etheria sweater ready, Christmas sweater that you made me a long time ago. So this Christmas special next week is another product of the '80s. We learned that Skeletor has much more going on inside internally than we might have known originally you're in for a treat next week so what did you feel overall so with Kiwi christmas playhouse special what was your going away thoughts we obviously know that you're terrified of katie um, (laughs) and that i wanted grace jones to be featured but basically so besides your love of grace jones and unnatural fear of of katie venom wearing screaming katie lang please out there if anyone else had the aversion i did to katie lang's outfit joker losing her mind performance (laughs) please leave it in the comments please drop us actually there's a cool new feature that i've noticed on zencaster that viewers can send us in voice messages that we can add and reply to oh my god please everybody send in your version of Ver- <laughs> Verusa Vault. <laughs> yeah, for Ryan. Actually- 
That's going to be my New Year's resolution. By the show next year in January when we continue after our Christmas specials. I'm going to learn how to say... Feruza Boltman. <laughs> Not even attempting it now. I just but. wanted to tell you that if Katie Lang attacked you during the 80s, you could have picked <laughs> up any number of objects in the playhouse. Okay, so yeah, so let's cue our sequence right now where David says Everything's a weapon with David. So if you were there was no silent night, deadly night going on at the playhouse, but are we maybe sure if, that Katie Lang didn't go crazy after her before? Or maybe Maybe Miss Yvonne needed to protect herself because there was some hard wood under her feet. Oh my gosh. Maybe Miss Yvonne would have had to have protected herself from Flory, and she could have picked up any number of items in the playhouse. Including? Including that, including that freaky little puppet boy. Billy, what was his name? Oh, what? I don't, I never liked him. He's like Howdy Doody-esque, mixed with Richie Cunningham, mixed with every bully from a cartoon slash TV show you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't like him. I've never liked him. So she could have picked up that puppet and beat wood on wood. Wood on wood. Well, okay. Or even further, what do you think about Magic Screen's hand? It looks like it could just be ripped right off. <laughs> <laughs> or the cowbell that he gave Countess or any number of items. The thing is that you don't want to harm the living thing in the playoffs. You don't want to hurt hurt somebody with something else that's alive and you need to protect yourself. An inanimate object, please, people. There's a lot. Well, everything in the playhouse is alive, so I'm Not everything. He has some toys. Alive too, has oh, eyes. God, could you imagine? It's like, hey. Ooh, seeing you today. Like, oh, what about, somebody, like... Somebody had too much fiber today. Oh, God. I have no doubt that if he was allowed to show the bathroom in the playhouse, it would have had eyes just because he's a freak. <laughs> so, you know what? You're really turning this Kodak moment into a white trash Christmas now. <laughs> I'm so glad that David, your children watched this and didn't absolutely hate it. So that's good. So it shows that there's still a timeless element to like what you're saying. I think because it is in the 80s, like let's say if this was a 50s special, I don't think it would have lived up probably to your children as much. But because it is flashier, like you said, they do have the robots and the colors and it's a mix of animation and real life. Well, I feel like, I always tell if you're, are you familiar with Blippi? Blippi, look him up. Blippi is, to me, is like the modern Pee Wee Herman. He's not quite as boisterous as Herman was, and he's not to that level, but he does have that kind of, like, <laughs> element about him. He's, he does education oh, stuff. he looks it. like it. Let me tell you something. There's, a, like, the big websites on people are in love with Blippi. Is this him he's, with the orange buff. dispenser? Yeah, the orange and blue. It's, like, websites I, I secretly in love with Blippi. I have um, impure thoughts about Blippi. He's like it's a buff like, guy. He's it's like, guy. welcome to Lazy Town, Sportacists. Yeah. Blippi. Oh, you know what else I was thinking? I would be worried that my kids won't like any of the clean stuff either, like Rudolph and Santa. Oh, because hey, have they? Have you and shown Frosty them the Snowman? I haven't showed them. So I have a collection, and I'm thinking about showing them. But hello, I don't even have a DVD or a Blu-ray player anymore. So the only place we could do is maybe the, the PlayStation, the um, Xbox One, I guess. But I don't even have it anymore. I have all these DVDs. You know, here's funny. Okay, you want to talk about Radical Rewind? This is going to be, again, an off-tangent. I have bought a 
An album or song, for example, on a 45 and a 33. So anybody know that, that's vinyl. Then I ended up buying it on a CD. Now I'm downloading it. I have paid this artist. Well, not that, you, you even skip cassette tapes too then. So oh, because that's true. I bought them on cassette too a lot of the time because better, easier, more compact, easy to travel. I have, let's just say, for example, I think I bought Janet Jackson Troll Album on vinyl, on cassette, on CD. CD. And now I've downloaded, not everything because of iTunes. Crazy how much money I've spent. Oh. My tangent, I am worried that my kids are not going to like the claymation stuff because I actually bought the collection of claymation that also has Rudolph. Rudolph. The Easter Bunny too is in this. We'll see how that goes. Exposed. I mean, Rudolph was another special that I would definitely like to cover at one point. I mean, if you think about it. We're running out of time. You had to have Katie Lang. I had to have Katie Lang and next week, He-Man and Shira. And you had to have Grace Jones pull up to the bumper, baby. I, you know what? Any excuse to talk about Grace Jones, I'm in. All right. $15, I'm convinced. Thank you, Reggie. Give me five, I'm convinced. Add Grace okay. Jones' name. So, David, what did you think to sum up Pee-Wee's Playhouse Christmas 1988? Very on par with the show. I liked the fact that, and this is what I do like about 80s, where people tend to attack, especially this new onslaught of people trying to cancel culture, trying to cancel out all 80s cartoons because they said they're misogynistic or whatever. This had a, at the very end, regardless, had a positive message to relay that about being greedy, about being thinking of others. Whether it was a, you know, toys, about toys and gifts, it still was thinking about others. And that's what I always like. That's what a lot of content is missing. Maybe it's very ABC after school special for everybody and to like peace on earth and save the world and we are the world kind of vibe. But I think that's what the world needs right now because a lot of people are in a really bad place. So I like the fact that there was a positive message at the end and maybe someone will realize, you know, it's not always about me, me, me. It's about everybody. So I think that to me is the biggest part of the message that was sent. It was entertaining. No, you're afraid of Katie Lang. That's it. Oh, 100%. 100%. I need to find the comments section about Katie Lang. I could You are going to have a bunch of angry Katie Lang. You know, I got a whole Google. army. I'm going to have you. I got the, the, for, I got the bulkies. The bulkies the after me. I got Katie Lang fans after me. And I feel like, like I probably offended somebody else along the way that we're doing these shows. Comet people. You're Comet. The Comet Zombies. Comet Zombies. As well as probably the Sailor Moon American version. Oh, versus Japanese the Japanese version. fans of Sailor Moon are probably. And I love. All I'm, of it. I love all of it. I love all of it. And so I just actually saw a Japanese version, I don't know, at like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, there was the outer planets fighting the Sailor Stars, and Sailor Moon got in the middle between them, and then they just kept fighting back and forth. And I don't know where this came up on my feed for YouTube, but it must be this week. They're because listening to Siri you. is listening, and everybody and their mama's listening. Because it's funny when I say, I think I'm going to buy a new car. All of a sudden, everything about new cars, exactly. want to buy a new car, magically comes out. So that was this week's Radical Retro Rewind. For anyone out there, David's Instagram is Universal Appeal 2020 on Instagram, all one word. And the Radical Retro Podcast, all one word on Instagram. We will be back with an all new episode next week, which includes He-Man and She-Ra. Finally, we're talking more than just the sorceress. He-Man! 
He Man. Comes the Grayskull. I need a Chris help putting up my Christmas tree. <laughs> So that is next week. Thank you again for tuning in. And if anyone wants to leave us a voicemail, there's that button on Anchor. So if anybody wants to tell Ryan and I, Gilly Ryan, how to say Barusa Falk's name, please do. Please do. And if you want to say something snarky, I'll listen to it. Because I'm from New York and we like that kind of thing. We like it. We'll include it. We'll laugh. We'll love. We'll learn. How to say what, Tyler? Barusa. Tune in next year when I'll learn this name. <laughs> Happy holidays. I can't wait till our next podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. And all right. Peace out. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.